Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. The website is letstruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. If you've got questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, or anything else you want to talk about, that's what we do here. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. We're going to get to those calls in just a little bit. I want to let you know about uh, our new recording schedule and some of the ways you can stay in touch with us. So grab something to write with. The new recording schedule, uh, and this is from now on, this is every week unless we let you know otherwise, but every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday afternoon, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So that's the schedule. What you want to do, put a reminder or something in your phone so you don't forget that we're going to be on. It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It's really easy to listen. I'm going to give you a phone number. All you have to do is dial the number. There's no access codes. You can just sit and listen on your phone. If you have a, a an auxiliary in jack on your stereo, you can plug your phone into your radio and just listen going down the road like you always do. If you have a question, it's a little easier to get in on our recorded hours and uh, get your question answered. So the number to join us, 347-884-8327. So one more time, 347-884-8327. If you follow us on social media, we also try to send out reminders to let you know that we're going to be recording. Uh, So you can find us on Facebook, look for Let's Truck, that's our company page, and you can also like and follow my personal page, Kevin Rutherford, and on Twitter, Kevin on XM. And like I say, we use the social media channels to let you know what's going on. Let's, uh, Let's get to some phone calls today. Let's start off in Texas. Nick, welcome to the program. Thank you, Kevin. I'll get right to my, uh, I have actually two questions for you. The first one is my numbers. Uh, as it sits now, I'm in profit gauges. Um, really don't like fuel gauges much. I like my pen and paper program that I'm using. Um, so it's kind of hard to see the numbers together. But I'm averaging for this year right at a dollar per mile, all miles, excluding wages. Uh, I pull a reefer box. Uh, newer Peterbilt, um, pretty much gross almost all the time, 48 states. Are my numbers reasonable when it comes to my cost per mile? Uh, so, well, I'm not sure which numbers. When you said the, the number's right around a dollar, what what is the number? And is that net revenue after expenses, or was that your expenses? That is my expenses. That is fuel, maintenance, truck payment, everything except my driver wages. Okay. And when you say your driver wages, you mean for you, right? You don't have another driver. That that is correct. Okay. That is correct. Just to be clear, and this is a personal preference. This is, there's no hard and fast rule about this. When I'm dealing with one truck companies, we don't ever, there is no wage. The wage is what's left after you pay all your expenses. So what we would look at is what's the gross revenue per mile, what are your expenses, and then whatever is left over is basically your wage. Uh, Some people say, well, I'd like to take a salary and 
whatever's left over as profit in the company. That that's fine, uh, but you don't have to. So, so we know you're expe- What is the number? You said around a dollar, but what is the exact number? It varies between ninety six and a dollar too. I try to go towards the high side and say a dollar. And that's what whatever is extra from those weeks that are lower, I continue to put into a maintenance fund. Those weeks that it's a little higher at a dollar two, I roll that back out out of my maintenance fund to keep it right at a dollar. Okay, all right. And all miles, all miles basically to the truck, I'm right at a dollar sixty-seven for the year. Okay, so that that gives me the other number that I needed. So roughly. Um, you're generating a profit of about 67 cents a mile. So is this your own authority or leased to a carrier? I am leased to a big carrier. Okay. Those are good numbers. I mean, any time that, that you can, you know, stay well above what the average company driver makes, which is, you know, roughly about 40 cents a mile, um, you know, you're at 67 cents. So, you know, we could fund a retirement account. Um, you could certainly have plenty of money back for maintenance. Sounds like you already do. Uh, still plenty of profit there. How many miles a year um, are you running, roughly? Right around 135,000. Okay, so 135. And let's say that we're able to consistently do 60 cents a mile, which seems pretty reasonable. Uh, which means you're going to net eighty-one thousand or better. Um, I would encourage you if if this is going to stay consistent like this, I would encourage you to consider um, incorporating uh, the first of next year. Okay. Um, I, I guess uh, that would bring a third question: Why? Uh, what benefit would that uh, help me, I guess? And that's a good question. Why? I tell people all the time, if somebody tells you something, ask why. So then you can find out if they're just repeating something they've heard or if they actually know what they're talking about. What we would be doing is lowering your overall tax bill. So it, let's say that you've got 80000 a year in profit. Uh, and that's basically, as a sole proprietor, that is your wage. Because sole proprietors don't do payroll, you just keep whatever is left over. What that means, though, is we have to pay Social Security and Medicare tax on the full eighty thousand, uh, which is roughly fifteen point three percent. So you end up paying on eighty thousand in profit. You end up paying a little over twelve thousand just in what's called self-employment tax. That's your Social Security and your Medicare. But what we can do, since you are so profitable, is we could form an S-Corp. And and actually, what I would recommend is you form an LLC in your state and then have it taxed as an S-Corp. And and that might sound complicated, but it's really pretty simple. You can pay somebody to do all that. Um, What that would do then is as a corporation, you do have payroll you will become an employee of your corporation and you will get paid just like any other employee. So we would choose a salary. And on 135,000 miles a year, a reasonable salary, we could pay you $50,000 a year in payroll. And that would leave a profit of 30,000 
after everything. And, and in a corporation, that is how we do it. We show payroll, then we show profit after. What would happen then is instead of paying the Social Security and Medicare tax on 80000 we only have to pay it on fifty because that's your payroll. So instead of the 12000 we would have uh, roughly, let me do some quick math here, um, we'd have 15% of the 50, so that's about 7,500 uh, that we'd be paying in uh, workers or a Social Security and Medicare instead of 12,000. So we're able to save uh, roughly 4,500 dollars in tax so that's our primary reason for doing it forget all the other stuff you hear about corporate credit and liability all that stuff really doesn't matter and doesn't really exist but the tax savings is what we're after so of that 4500 you're probably going to spend 1500 of it to to run the corporation to pay somebody to do your payroll to do the extra tax work it, it, but you still generate a net savings of about three thousand dollars okay i understand um and that kind of brought me into my third question was i was looking at paying myself right around that 50 cents per mile and putting the rest in i just didn't know what to do with it at the end you know, when you, you say the 50000 if I've got 17000 left uh, at the end of the year, do I just write myself out one nice big bonus check? Is that how that works? You or? can. You, the thing is, it's kind of weird. In an S-Corp, you will, we have to close out every year. So at the end of the year, you'll have to pay tax on the profit, but you only pay income tax. You don't pay Social Security and Medicare on the profit. That's where the savings comes in. So you have to pay the tax at the end of the year as though you did take it out of the company, but you don't have to take it out. You can just leave it in there. So what we would decide then, then we start looking at some financial planning. How much do we need to leave in the company to cover emergencies and maintenance and replacing equipment someday? How much do we want to take out and and then use personally, either spend it, invest it, save it, whatever we want? And that's a decision you can make every year. Okay. Uh, Should I have a business account at that point when it comes to checking, savings, things like that? I recommend it. Um, Yeah, I recommend it. Mostly it's kind of a logistic thing, though. Uh, Today's software, you know, websites like mint.com will pull in all your transactions and categorize them for you. So if you have separate business and personal accounts, it makes your the, the accounting much better. Stick around, we'll be right back with more stuff. You're on the Road Dog Serious, XM 146. I'm Kevin Rothbard.